Good morning, movie friends, and welcome to the Court of Cinema podcast. This is a show where I talk about all things film and TV. I'm your host, Logan, and weekly, you can catch us in all of your podcast directories where I try to put into words my love for film. Today, we're going to be diving into everything I watched in May of 2023. I watched 18 movies. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. So let's just go ahead and dive into it without further ado. All right, in the beginning of the month, we start out in 1974 in Chinatown, directed by Roman Polanski. This is the perfect crime noir, a beautiful new noir film. I am obsessed with the new noir subgenre, and this was a beautiful entry into that genre. Absolutely incredible. One of Jack Nicholson's best performances. He actually turned down The Godfather for this movie, and pretty nice choice, I'd say, myself. An incredible screenplay. In film schools around the world, this screenplay is looked upon as the perfect screenplay and how to write one, and rightfully so. I went in and gave this movie a 4.5 out of 5, and if you're thinking about watching it, absolutely you should watch it. Next up, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right now, this is my favorite movie on the year. Going in, Marvel just needed a win for me. If there was anyone to do it, it would be James Gunn. James Gunn absolutely knocked it out of the park with this movie. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Yes, you should watch it. There's a reason that Creep, the acoustic version, is number one on my Spotify this year. This movie left me emotionally destroyed by a raccoon. It's able to balance being funny while also being thematically rich throughout the movie and also great action, great visual effects. I can't wait till this comes out in 4K so I can talk about it more and dive into it more. And it might get to an episode. We'll have to see. There's not enough justice I can give this movie in just a short amount of time. So we're going to go ahead and dive on into the next film on the month, which was Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Adam McKay is quickly becoming one of my favorite directors. This movie is absolutely hilarious. A lot of funny meta commentary on the sport of NASCAR. Will Ferrell, John C. Riley very well could have given some of their career best performances in this movie. I gave it a 3 out of 5 stars. Should you see it? Absolutely, if you need a good laugh. It's not a month for me if I haven't watched an A24 film. I went ahead and threw on Ex Machina. And a lot of people have this as one of their favorite sci-fi movies of all time. I was maybe almost expecting a little bit more from it. Not to say I hated it, but still overall... Great visual effects, great performances from Alicia Vikander and Tom Hall Gleason, Oscar Isaac. He's been knocking it out of the park for years now. He's definitely one of my favorite actors working today. Pretty interesting theme to dive into, a pretty interesting ending. I didn't expect it to end like that. It's 4 out of 5. It's probably lower end for me on A24 terms, but still a great film nonetheless. After that, another A24 film. We watched Waves, which I think is much better than Ex Machina. I've been recommending this movie for a very long time by a friend of my job, and the Frank Ocean original soundtrack is enough of a reason to watch this movie. It's absolutely beautiful. I love the Barry Jenkins moonlight effect that it's had on Hollywood, giving us these just beautifully directed, beautifully acted, beautifully written character pieces. It's something very, very special, and it hits so hard to home. It's absolutely beautiful, and the ending is very, very beautiful, showing the duality between the brother and the sister. I don't want to spoil it too much, and I might talk about this in its own episode. So without a doubt, we'll dive into the next one, but definitely Waves. Give it a watch. It's absolutely beautiful. Next up, I dive into Steven Spielberg's latest movie, The Fablemans, which released in 2022. Usually, people ask me who my favorite director is, and I don't really have an answer. I want to say Christopher Nolan sometimes, but... I'm always just like bouncing between different directing styles, so I don't really have one. But after watching The Fablemans, I might throw Steven Spielberg in the number one spot. Just his ability to keep consistent throughout his career with all these films. Tarantino says that directors get worse as they age, but I mean, but I mean, Scorsese and Spielberg are just 
proving him to be wrong in every single way. The Fable Mints is absolutely beautiful. Every director has to, in some point, direct a movie about making movies. I mean, we saw recently with Babylon, directed by Damien Chazelle, Cinema Paradiso. There's many other films. Inception is kind of about making movies, if you think about it. And this movie is about making movies and about the love of cinema, but it's also just a biopic about Steven Spielberg and his life, which I love so much. Also, the cinematography from Janus Kaminsky, who he's been working with Spielberg for many years. As I've been diving into Spielberg's filmography, I've also been diving into his filmography. And the way he's evolved as, as a cinematographer, it's easy to talk about Roger Deakins and Denis Villeneuve, but I think he deserves some love as well. I mean, in this movie, The Fablemans, also in, I watched Catch Me If You Can earlier this year, also in West Side Story. It's very, very, it's very nice seeing what he's able to do, and he deserves more love. But The Fablemans, should you see it? Absolutely. Yes, you should watch it. Next up is Coraline, and this year I've been binging through a lot of stop-motion movies, and I've loved Coraline since I was a kid. I've been scared of Coraline since I was a kid, and I'm so scared now. This movie is absolutely terrifying, but I also I love just how much depth it has in its story and lore before it even starts. I mean, there's so much you can really dive into just as you continue to watch it and watch it. So much subtext, it makes it so rewarding for the viewer, so I gave it a 4 out of 5. Yes, you should see it if you haven't already. From the beautiful voice acting to the beautiful animation, it's one of the best in the genre. Next up is Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. One of my favorite neo-noir films. This movie is absolutely beautiful from the cinematography to the acting to the story. It's great. I plan on doing an episode for this one. The script's already written. Sometime soon I'll get around to it, so just stay tuned for that. Next up was Moonrise Kingdom from Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson, quickly becoming one of my favorite directors. I mean... I dived into Fantastic Mr. Fox earlier this year, and it was so good. Also, this with Moonrise Kingdom, it's such a refreshing entry. It's one of his earlier works. Smaller, tighter budget. It's fun seeing how directors can operate at different budget levels, because that really shows how skillful they are. I've been diving into Christopher Nolan, so I've been able to see that with him. Equally so with Wes Anderson. When Criterion July comes around soon here, I'll definitely be copying this on Blu-ray. I gave this movie a 4 out of 5. Should you watch it? Absolutely. It's so refreshing. Characters that are created by Wes Anderson have just such a witty humor and comedy to them that he just does it so well. Next up, I watched Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantumania. And going in, I was expecting a multi-million dollar movie produced by a multi-billion dollar studio that looks like a Spy Kids movie and is written like a Spy Kids movie, performs like a Spy Kids movie. And that's exactly what I got. This movie is absolutely terrible. I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Marvel needs to get it together. I don't know what they're doing. Introducing Kang into this joke of a movie. Your big bad for your saga. It doesn't make much sense to me. Should you see it? Form your own opinion. It's not as bad as I thought it was. But is it bad nonetheless? Absolutely. Next up, I stayed on with the neo-noir trend this month. And I went ahead and watched The Big Lebowski from Joel Cohen. And this movie is really, really fun. It's really, really special. I like this movie a lot. It's really just a meta-commentary on the noir genre that comes before it, but also just is able to tackle it in such a refreshing way. Jeff Bridges, one of my absolute favorites. He really kicks it out of the park in this one. John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore. You have stars that cast all around and a beautifully written screenplay to go ahead and go along with it. I mean, I love how you're paying homage to the genre that came before you, while also giving us a very, very beloved protagonist, and also you're making it a stoner comedy. 
I give it a four and a half out of five. And should you watch it? Absolutely. Next up, I watched Richard Donner's Superman, released in 1978. I had never seen this movie, and I absolutely love it. The suit looks beautiful. It really just encapsulates what Superman's supposed to be. It's not trying to do too much, which can be a complaint for some, but I just love that. It's just so simple. It's such a simple Superman story. You're not trying to set up any big multi-billion dollar universe. It's just, it's really good. We're talking about Man of Steel next week, so I'll kind of compare and contrast this to that, but it's great. I gave it a four out of five. Should you see it? Yes. This is one of the best superhero movies ever made, and I absolutely can't wait to watch the second one. Next up, I finally got a chance to watch what some consider the scariest movie that Hollywood has ever produced, The Exorcist, directed by William Fredkin. I love how this movie is filmed and framed like a documentary that may just come from the director having a experience in that medium of filmmaking, and it's absolutely great. It offers just so much depth and character development to all these characters, like with Father Damien and Father Lancaster, really just having a personal tie with this demon and this exorcism that makes the final third act of The Exorcism not only a technical masterpiece, but also just a narrative masterpiece. I give it a 4.5 out of 5. Should you see it? Absolutely. Especially if you love the horror genre. Next up was Air, directed by Ben Affleck. This movie is very, very fun. It's not trying to do too much. It's just a fun documentary on Michael Jordan and the Jordan shoe line. There's not a lot of characterization, which can be a complaint for some. And other movies like are documentaries, and they dive into character but this just decides to push that to the side I mean, you have michael jordan who's such a larger than life character any if you're doing a movie about michael jordan and the shoe line what's really the point of having a ton of characterization you have great acting from marlon wayne's chris tucker ben affleck jason bateman val davis you get the point this movie is absolutely a stacked cast in terms of Oscar potential for this year, I think this movie just may rank in. In terms of the Oscar potential for this year, I think this movie may rake in like a screenplay nomination. Maybe, maybe a directing nomination. I doubt that one. But Ben Affleck, another great entry into his filmography. I gotta watch more of his movies. But I guess maybe a 4 out of 5. And should you watch it? Absolutely. A lot of people don't know that Sony's been putting out bangers since 2007. I went ahead and watched Surf's Up which is one word I can use to describe this movie, is beautiful. Beautifully animated, but just an even more beautiful story. It's so thematically rich. It's so much depth to the story. I want to give this movie its own episode, so I won't dive too much into it. Really just diving into passion and what it means to be passionate about something and just how your passion can corrupt you and corrupt your morals. It's very beautiful. I don't want to talk about this too much, but four and a half. Watch it right now. It's on Netflix. Another A24 movie on the month, which is Midsummer from Ari Aster. I haven't gotten a chance to watch Bo's Afraid, but I did watch Hereditary earlier this year, and Hereditary is probably my favorite horror movie of all time, at least in the top five. This one is not as good in my opinion, but it is still just very twisted and dark. I wouldn't expect anything less from Ari Aster. It really goes into... Beautiful cinematography, shooting on location for this movie. I don't know how long it will take me to recover from that shock of an ending. To close out the month, this is probably the movie that's been on my watch list since the very beginning. I watched Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, which released in 2005. I love this movie so much already. Once again, like I said, the stop motion animation style, already my favorite animation style right now. I've just been diving to that so much this year already. I think it's fair to put it at the top. This movie is not only beautifully animated, but there's so much cool camera techniques they use in this. It really just feels like 
just an old noir from like the 40s and 50s is it worth the watch absolutely i really want to cop this one on blu-ray i might go order that right now actually it's effortlessly charming great characters great animation i love the horror parodies in this one i absolutely adore it so much and i think that gromit the dog has officially entered my top five dogs in fiction if you were going to watch any animated movie next i recommend this one as soon as possible our movie friends that wraps up the month of may for 2023 18 movies and most of them are pretty good i gave a lot of four and four and a halves no fives on this month but i don't throw around fives like crazy so i'm not too surprised about that let me know what you watch this month go ahead and leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform you can go ahead and send us a message on instagram linked in the show notes if you want to keep up with everything i watch you can check out my letterbox also linked in the show notes i've been watching a lot of movies in june so far so i can't wait for the june episode next month well if you enjoy this one go ahead leave a comment like share do all those fun things for me and until next time as always we'll see you in the movies